0: Episode four of The Jake is brought to you by, Bill, give me a, big. give me a sponsor. Power Bar. Power Bar. Is it in you? Is that the, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the squad. Powering you. Powering you, Bar. You know what? If anyone wants to sponsor, you can send me eight bucks and I will read you right in the beginning, right before I start my podcast. So, take it or leave it. Here we go. Welcome back to the Jake. I'm your host, Jake Brainy, and the reason I'm playing Belinda Carlisle's Heaven is a Place on Earth is because the Parker House is now open and Heaven resides on Beacon and First and Seagirt. I actually also got my VIP cards today as well. Thank you to my friends Paul and Margot who are letting us use them for the season. The park house is just as good as ever. Unfortunately, they are two dollar beers now, and I know that's kind of like, you know, preaching to the deaf that, you know, oh well, you know, two dollar beers, what's wrong with that? No, but the whole thing about it is the one dollar beers, the three dollar well drinks, and just being in God's basement was always the the appeal. But two dollar beers, will we'll take what we can we'll take what we can have. So so yeah, Park House is back. I'll be there tomorrow as well. Back with the crowd. And uh, it is as glorious as ever. was there with a good group of friend- friends. Thought it would just be the core of me, Bill, and Chris. Turned out to be about 15 of us. It was unbelievable. Really good showing. So pretty pumped about that. Tomorrow will be a big one though because it'll be a small crew... But it'll be the pre-Pittsburgh Bros trip. Last year, the second week of Parker House, a couple of friends and I went to Boston the night after, had a road trip where we just decided to go to Fenway Park, sit on the Green Monster, get wasted on Monster IPA, and uh, act like Jersey A-holes the whole time. And it was phenomenal. Had such a great time going to Fenway Park, having, you know, a blast on the town and coming back the next day that we decided to make this an annual thing. So this this year's Pittsburgh starts Saturday morning where we'll drive out there. We'll go to PNC Bank Park and uh, we will dress up as pirates. And I have my costume all ready to go. Jacket is about four sizes too small. But I've got my medallion, I've got my hat, everything's looking pretty good, and uh, yeah, we're gonna get drunk in 88 degree weather and a hot four o'clock baseball game, and if we're not on TV, someone's not doing their job because we're gonna be in the first row in left field, and we're gonna be killing it. We're gonna be, you know, TV magnets. So I don't, I mean, if we're not on TV, someone's just not doing their job. That's that's the bottom line. So the Pittsburgh Bros trip. That ought to be a fantastic time starting Saturday morning. Really excited about that. Really going to have a lot of fun. So this year will be Pittsburgh, right? Next year, there's talk. We might go to Chicago, do Wrigley Field. I went there for my cousin Brian's bachelor party. Pretty awesome place. Uh, Cleveland's an option, which uh, we'll get scoffed at really quickly and thrown away, so that won't happen. Uh, Cincinnati's another one, which probably should get thrown away, but it's one of the last ones in driving distance that we haven't been to. And, you know, if you want to include the skyline, Chile and all that, it kind of fits what we're going for. My friend Brendan brought up an interesting one. We could go to Toronto. Now, if we drove to Toronto, that would be something going to Canada, but it's still the same driving distance as some of these other ones would be, you know, it's, it's closer to get there than Chicago. You know, it's closer than Detroit to Cleveland, so you know maybe Toronto is the next one. We've done New York, we've done Philly, uh, we're doing Pittsburgh, Washington, and Baltimore are, are the obvious choices. But you know, we some of us have done some, some of us has done the others, so we might not uh, might not do that. Might that might be like a impromptu, but the schedule that one, the big one. I think Toronto is a good choice there. And then, uh, I mean, the obvious choice, you know, is that we, you know, if we do that, we dress up as Canadians and uh, go with Canadian accents the whole time and try to not look like jerks from Jersey, even though that'll be the most obvious thing in the world. So if if anything, we'll be just the over-the-top Canadians, and uh, they'll hate us really quickly. So, so actually now that's probably the leader in the clubhouse, just knowing that we'd get to you know, imitate Canadians in a very horribly stereotypical way. So, you know, maybe that is a good thing. But tomorrow, Parker House. Saturday, Pirate's Life for Us. We'll be sailing down there in the Ford Explorer with the Jolly Roger flag flying high out of the car. You know, Pat will be drinking his road moses as we're getting ready to go. Which, you know I'm, I'm, I'm like not okay with, but I'm trying to be cool guy jaker by allowing my friends to drink the road mosa's. which, uh, for, you know, if you don't understand what I'm saying, I'm talking about road mimosas, which is totally not cool. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, the guys kind of just do what they want to do anyway, when they're in my car. So I might as well just like, look like I'm okay with it. So gonna have to have to like figure out that one, but we'll see. We'll see about the road mosa's. Can we delete it if it's no bueno? No, we're good now. So we're recording. Uh, special guest Billy Vegas is in the building, and Billy got a uh, got a CD from... Who we get the CD from? Uh, Amazon.com. Amazon.com. They do dot .com. And, but who's the CD of? Uh, Bronson Arroyo. Bronson Arroyo. Uh, big time musician slash uh like decent starting pitcher for the Red Sox and compliments yeah yeah no very I mean you know he had a long career it's not like it's a knock on a guy here we go this is covering the bases with Bronson arroyo where's the volume <laughs> <laughs> this is so. We got Bronson Arroyo covering the bases, which includes Slide by Goo Goo Dolls, which is phenomenal considering covering the bases is not only just a baseball term but also an obvious you know, covering music term. Like, man, like, Bronson hitting a home run here. Bronson even made a nice appearance last year in Boston when uh, we went to the bars and decided, you know, and no one knew who Bronson Arroyo, you know, what he looked like or anything like that. So why not just uh, one of us go as Bronson Arroyo? And uh, that worked for, like, a decent amount of time until people just... Didn't really care at all about who Bronson Arroyo is, or if he was at this bar in in Southie or Quincy or uh, fuck I, I have there. no idea where we were. <laughs> I completely forget where we were, but uh, yeah, part of the part of the Boston Boys. Bronson. <laughs> Bronson. This is amazing. Actually. <laughs> yeah, it's phenomenal. Wait, what are the chances that he did a fucking slide cover on a CD? You know what? Like a real CD, yeah. That he, I could buy. Well what else? Let's read the let's I mean, read off. Slide, what do we got? We've you got would know. We've got Slide Down in the Hole. I don't know what that is. They're all like Incubus Pearl Jam, The Sound Freshman, Garden, which is the Verve pipe. Ooh, that's a good song. Actually. Everlong's pretty next? good. Yeah. Um Black, Pardon Me. Something's always wrong. Plush, shimmer, hunger strike, best I've ever had. Gray sky Drink. morning, and uh, dirty water, which is the, Boston, the Boston like song. victory song. So I mean, this is this is a classic CD already. I mean, what a great purchase! Song of the summer, Bronson in rodeo, slide. <laughs> I mean, you, it's it's Runaway. we're mid-May, right? So it's time to debate song of the summer. You know, like, you know, it, so Song of the Summer, interesting topic. So, the Song of Summer debate, you know, it's mid May, right? And this is the time when you start hearing all the songs, the bars on the radio, the countdowns, everything like that. In the last couple of years, it was Shut Up and Dance was like a big one. The uh, Took a Pill in a Beesmar, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Justin Timberlake's "Can't Stop a Feeling," Drake's "Garbage" from last year. Those are all like you know the big songs of the summer. Uh, it's about time that we find out which is going to be this one. You know, is is it going to be that like Harry Styles' uh, like sad song that all the girls like because it's Harry Styles? I'm probably probably not. It's, I don't think it's like it's not like fun or anything. It's like a, it's it's sad. It's slow. It's it's not the song of the summer. Uh, there's like the, the you know. The Bieber, uh, DJ Khaled, Lil Wayne one, which everyone wanted to like already name that. And it's like, well, I, don't, I think we just looked at the names. I, it was like popularity vote. It wasn't even, you know, it wasn't, yeah, I don't even know if it's that good. I don't even know if I've heard the song. Uh, there's something called Migos. I don't know what this means. Is it a band? Is that a song? Is it like a person? Uh, so maybe that's song of the summer. I don't even know what Migos is or are or I don't really know. So comment, uh, comment with your song of the summer and, uh, we'll, we'll take a little poll. We'll look at it on Instagram and on, uh, on SoundCloud and, and next week we'll have a better idea of what the song of the summer is going to be this year, but, uh, it's wide open, wide open race right now. Before we jump into the next topic though, um, I want to give a little birthday shout out. Today is May 18th and, uh, my cousin, Derek Brainy turned 31 today. Shout out to Derek, who, uh, also is the artist behind the artwork for the logo of the Jake podcast and also the wallpaper of the Jake podcast and, and soon to be, you know, maybe get some t-shirts going, maybe get a nice little like long sleeve or pot. I like pocket tees myself. I think a nice little pocket tee with the logo on the like breast pocket and on the back would be pretty cool. So make up a couple of those, but big shout out, big happy birthday to Derek, uh, You know, not only the artist, but was also there for my uh, first legal beer. Or, well, it's not really a legal beer because I was like 18, but it's legal in that it's brainy legal. And what that means, I'll, I'll explain that. Every summer, the brainy family, and my dad is the seventh of eight kids, and there's a lot of ki- everybody's got kids, and we all meet up. We do a family reunion down at the Fourth of July in the Outer Banks. There's like sometimes 25 of us this year. There's going to be like 42 people, something like that. It's pretty. It's it's insane because now everybody's got babies. Everybody's coming. You know, people are married now. It's it's nuts. It's wild. And on this vacation, we kind of allow the high school graduates to start drinking. We call brainy legal. When you graduate high school, that summer, before you go into school, college, you're allowed to drink. And my year, I had two cousins, Adele and Dean also graduate high school. And we were going into the brainy legal stage of our, you know, vacation period. And uh, we each had kind of like a chaperone to keep us in in check because knowing that you know there's a lot of more beers being drank there's you know you kind of needed a watchful eye you know there was never three at one time entering the drinking age you know there's been you know there was like one or two maybe but never three so this was a big year and uh and yeah and so Derek was my kind of like you know, beer chaperone, so that when we would go down to the beach and everyone would drink. You know, Dean had Jimmy looking out for him, had uh, Caitlin looking out for her, and uh, I had Derek looking out for me. And and with everybody that was brainy legal, with everyone that was actually legal, we went through probably three times the amount of beer. We went through all the beer in the house in two nights, and it sent the aunts and uncles nuts. We were. Crushing Miller Lights. It was it was a Miller Light bloodbath. All the damn kids were drinking all the damn Miller Lights, and it was it was a phenomenal week. But uh, but that's a shout out to Derek. He was the chaperone who kept me uh kept me going, and uh, Miller Light still my favorite beer today. And yeah, I think this is uh this is gonna be the thirty fourth, maybe the thirty third year that our family is doing this. Um, there's, it's, it's pretty awesome. I've, I've made it to every one that I've been alive for. There's only like five people that have been to literally every one of them. Uh, but it's, it's something we always look forward to. It's always that 4th of July week. Um, I think my sister and I are going to go down a day late and try and get to, uh, my friend Tom's, uh, 4th of July party the night beforehand and just drive on through the night after, that would be quite a commitment, I don't know how realistic it is, if that's actually a possibility, especially since I'll be at the party, I'll be like, oh no, no guys, uh, no drinking for me, I'm driving uh, eight hours at 3am, and everyone will be like, yeah, shut the fuck up, uh, you're drinking, <laughs> and uh, so I don't know how that's gonna go, that's uh, that's gonna be a difficult one, so um, we'll see, but gonna be as good as ever maybe if next year is the 35th it's the 34th 35th next year if it's the 35th we'll probably make up some shirts or a jacket we always you know on the big ones on like every five years we do something fun uh we did towels on the 30th on the 25th we did some really cool uh like thick blue long sleeve shirts that were kind of like sweatshirt material pretty awesome stuff so it'd be nice to add some more gear because you know we all know I don't have enough shirts, so let's just add more to that. All right, so uh, we'll do a little Cleveland update right now. Uh, not much has changed in the last week. The Cavaliers are still absolutely dominating. You know, Last week, they were in the middle of just hanging out, not doing anything. Right now, they just are hanging out, not doing anything after they beat the crap out of the Celtics. There was actually they were all Snapchatting last night, and then later uh, on to like early this morning that they were just strolling through the city of Boston, listening to Kendrick Lamar, like shouting it in the morning, because they just it just seems like they don't care at all. They uh, they are so confident, and uh, they are looking really strong, really fresh, and everyone's been talking about getting to the NBA finals and Warriors, Cavs, and I I hate. Seeing Cleveland fans get full of ourselves because I am always ready for like the other shoe to fall. So I'm I'm like, look, I I'm confident. I I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna get through. But I hate this whole like overconfidence seeing from everybody. It's 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 kind of driving me a little insane. But uh, but when you see LeBron do it, I'm like, okay, at least like their leader is acting like it's it's no big deal, and that like we're at least following suit. Because for a one seed from the Celtics, it's just like, everyone's already like given up on them. I've never seen a one seed counted out so quickly. It's pretty wild. Um, and then on the Western half, you know, the Warriors are probably going to roll too. Because Sel- Spurs, it's like, all right, finally, the Warriors are playing a good team in the playoffs. And then the Spurs are down Tony Parker and their MVP candidate, Kawhi Leonard. So it's like, okay, well... What what now? You know they're playing a shell of a team that plays a slow game, and the Warriors are you know playing checkers, or no, Warriors playing chess while the Spurs playing checkers. So, you know as much as everyone wants to not count the Spurs out, Warriors are just playing a different game right now. So it looks like we're kind of going to go to the um the whatever you want to call it the three venge the the um you know the three peat of the you know matchup in the in the. In the finals, Warriors-Cavs Part 3, whatever you want to call it, looks like it's probably going to happen. Hockey, um, you know, last week I had a little hockey update, but uh, I really just don't follow it that much. Uh, You know, thanks to Ottawa. Ottawa, Ottawa, yeah, Ottawa is looking good. Uh, You know, they, I I don't know. I I, think. I I think, I think Ottawa, Ottawa, Ottawa is looking good. Great name. Uh, uh, Smashville, Nashville Predators. Uh, apparently they're in the Western Conference, even though they're in Tennessee. So, you know, that's a little... east of the Mississippi River. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's basically in line with, like, Cleveland, you know, but, but then again, West, you know, Chicago's in the West, and Detroit's in the West, so, or I think Detroit's in the West. I really don't know. I, I, for people to have listened to me last week sound like I knew what I was talking about with hockey, like bravo to me to actually like hold it up but uh i'll have kyle mckenna on and after the oh the stanley cup finals and he'll explain exactly what happened so you don't have to hear it from me but that's it on hockey baseball it's still too early to do anything you know the indians are basically a 500 team right now which is infuriating after you see them go to the world series and come so close to winning it all but it's too early to get really worked up about anything uh, nobody's canceling the season for Cleveland. It is just nope, 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 nope. Way too early for that. But football, Browns had their rookie minicamp. And uh, I tell you what, if the optimism meter for Jaker was at like a 9 last week, it's at like a 9-5 right now. 9-5 number of Miles Garrett, too. Look at that. How would that happen? Ooh, didn't know. Didn't know that I was going to go. Poor Jaker. I, yeah, poor Jaker is just, oh, man. I, I, you know what? May me has no idea what September me even feels like, or December me. December me is just always so like down. So but like I'm just, I, I completely forget what those guys feel like right now. I am just so enamored with this squad. I could go on for days talking about their revamped D line, O line. I am so excited. I was hanging out with my cousin Brian earlier, and uh, and he's also just like like fired up ready to roll and as much as we I I think the most popular thing to say in May for Browns fans is no but this time's different like we always love to point out that this time's different like no no no, no, no. but this time we got Johnny Manziel like no, no 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 this time we have a veteran quarterback presence like no 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 like and I know like so I hear that but this time, we have, like, a young, youthful D-line. We have a rebuilt offensive line. And we have a front office who, like, went out and made moves. So, you're like, yeah, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm all in. My 9-5 is, is for real right now. And uh, remember this soundbite, you know, back when we go to, like, you know, 1-6, and i'm just all like pooped out down in the dumps and everyone's like jaker what happened what happened to 6 and 10 what happened to the 7 and 9 season that was going to come what happened to jake being at 9.5 in the optimism dead dead i'll be dead i'll be down to like a 1.2 the josh gordon which is oh that's not good either that's bad but for now we're happy we're good we're in the zone and i'm thrilled so cleveland sports update things are going well but everything right now revolves around LeBron James. Guys, a monster. Fourth in the MVP, even though he's obviously the best player in the world. And it's just—I mean—it's just a silly regular season award now that he does not care about. Like, like that's like just face the facts. He just doesn't care about winning the MVP because if he wanted to win the MVP, he would have won the MVP. People care that you know Russell Westbrook, a point guard, got one more rebound a game than than LeBron when LeBron's out there. You know, just toying with the Eastern Conference. Oh, I don't want to win this game, so I'm not going to play. Oh, I want to win, I'm just going to beat everybody like 40 points. That's fine. So, yeah. Cavs looking good. Cavs looking strong. You know, last week, though, you know, while the Cavs weren't even playing, while nothing was going on, went on a date to this place called Stumpy's Hatchet House. It's an indoor facility. Much like, you know, you see these archery facilities and stuff like that. Where you throw these hatchets, like mini axes, at these wooden boards, and they teach you here how to throw, kind of like a hatchet. Like I don't even know where these people live that do this. That yeah, you know, I guess Canada they do this, or maybe maybe Minnesota. I don't I don't know. I have no idea what the purpose is for this or where people do this. But we had such a blast. We had so much fun i think i actually got pretty good at it and this place is a byob it is i made a made a nice little boomerang my first ever boomerang was there that was pretty cool pretty cool moment for me and uh and yeah it was uh it was pretty sweet i i would recommend it for anyone that lives in like monmouth county and wants to try something different it was a really good time and i think it'd be a fun like party thing to do because you kind of get worn out when it's just you and one other person just chucking axes for an hour, but if you go for two hours and you have like a group of eight people, or you're taking turns. It's BYOB. Uh, it's it's a fun time. So you know, be sure to check out Stumpy's Hatchet House in Eatontown. I loved it. I had a great time. It's right off of Industrial Way, and uh, it's just it's just a cool thing to do. It's something a little different. I know we're kind of going in the summer when everyone wants to be outdoors. So why would you like bring yourself into this like basically like cabin uh but it's it's cool it's something different and uh they claim to be like the first indoor hatchet house in america and i'll take their word for it that's pretty awesome i don't know how many others there are now but them being the first and it seems pretty new so i believe them i'm in but yeah stumpy's hatchet house check it out all right movie review time uh i i know i said fast and I was going to do the Fast and the Furious, uh, you know, Fate of the Furious, F8. I wanted to so bad, but I didn't see it this week. It was Mother's Day. So on Mother's Day, we did what my mom wanted to do. And uh, we went to go see this movie called Snatched with Goldie Hawn and uh, Amy Schumer. And uh, I don't I don't want to laugh at Amy Schumer, but this movie was actually pretty funny. Uh, it's like a little in line with Trainwreck. Uh, and like horrible bosses in that like you watch it you have a good time you don't overthink about it because it's got some silly stupid parts but it was pretty funny um you know but like you know it, it was just it was fun you know it's some something that like you know to be honest though I went and saw it with my mom uh, my girlfriend my sister my dad my aunt and my grandmother not exactly the crowd I would have picked to go see this movie. But um, that's who wanted to go see it. So we went, and they said some things that, like, boy, I did not want to be sitting next to my grandmother while they said these things. But, you know, it it is what it is. It was all cool. It was fun. It was fine. Uh, but Snatched, I think that's the name of it. Um, I'm giving it a 10.0 because uh, that's what I do. I see a movie. I love it. I rave about it, and I give it a 10. So uh, Snatched is no different. I don't want to laugh at Amy Schumer because... I feel like she just like if she met me she would hate me. So I I don't I don't know why I think that. I I don't really follow into politics politics that much. I don't know where she stands on stuff, but man, she just irks me the wrong way. But her and Goldie Hawn, they they it was pretty funny. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on it too much. All right, so debate of the week last segment, we're gonna go with the male rompers, and I, everyone's been talking about it. Everyone's picked aside already and I'm to to be honest, I'm I'm like a little pissed off that like people are freaking out about this. Like in a day and age where everyone gets so offended by like uh Did you just assume my gender? And like uh, you know, oh like, you know, guys can do anything girls can do, girls can do anything guys can do that now like everyone's freaking out about, you know, like a, a shirt blouse shorts combo. Like I don't I don't really get it. Like, who cares? If someone wants to wear it and look ridiculous, like that's fine. If someone wants to wear it and look really awesome, that's fine too. Like, who cares? But I'm not debating whether the male romper is good or stupid or whatever. No, I want to debate what we call it. I've heard a couple different names, all right? So what do we have? We have mompers for male rompers. Uh, doesn't fit. Not, no go. Doesn't work because that just sounds like mom rompers. So, uh, so no, it's, it can't be mompers. I've heard romp hymns, which sounds like, you know, like the opposite of romp hers, but it's a little bit of a stretch. I, uh, I don't, I don't love it. Uh, I think that's the one that everyone's sticking to. So I'm like, all right, you know, if that's the default, the romp hymns, and I think it needs a little tinkering, but you know, I, I, I guess I can't really hate on it too much. I think the one we go with, is brompers, bro rompers, I mean, it's it's already a silly, stupid subject to begin with, so why not just, like, embrace the bro about it, because the only people I see wearing them are, like, the guys on Total Frat Move and Barstool and everything like that, so just embrace the bro about it, we're going with brompers, and uh, I'll probably own one by the end of the summer, which is, like, the worst vision in my mind, but, uh, hey, it's 2017, dudes do what dudes do what are you gonna do all right that's it for this week um next week we will recap the bachelorette i couldn't really do anything yet because all they did was chris harrison releasing the names of the guys and i'm not going to do anything with that um i'm looking forward to uh my favorite podcast which is coming up roses which is uh all about the bachelor universe so I'll be watching them and listening to them, and uh, going forward with what they think about it. So, uh, you know, if you if you like the Bachelorette recap that I'm gonna do, go check out uh, Coming Up Roses, which they're great as well. But um, until then, happy weekend, everybody! Happy May, and uh, hope everyone enjoyed the podcast. Take care.